Welcome everybody to Relive the Magic Live. I am your host, Dallas Thompson, and today we are talking about the Disney Wish. Uh, before we get to all that, I'd like to invite you to follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and now TikTok. You can find us in all those places just by searching up Relive the Magic. Um, and now, let's get on with today's show. All right, so today, um, as many of you know, um, was a big announcement from the Disney Cruise Line. Uh, it's First of all, it's been a long time since they've sailed now. It's been over a year, and we still don't quite know when they're coming back. But what we do know is that they have a new ship on the horizon, the Disney Wish. They actually have three new ships on the horizon, the Disney Wish, and then two unnamed ones as of right now. Um, but for the past few weeks, you know, they've been teasing things like they've talked about the keel laying ceremony, which happened just a few weeks ago, which is uh, basically when the first um, part of the ship is lowered in. Um, they place a coin uh, underneath and they put um, Captain Minnie on it. And also um, just last week, they released a video on the Grand Hall um, to show more about that, I guess, because they knew they wouldn't really be talking about that that much. Um, today, which they really didn't. Um, but today I want to talk about basically everything they did talk about today. I want to show pictures. We'll, we'll hear a, th a couple of things in just a second. Um, and if anyone's watching live and wants to participate, um, you can do so by heading to streamelements.com slash relive the magic slash tip. And we will answer any of your questions that you may have or just read off any comments that you may have as well. Um, but before we get into talking about it, I wanted to let you hear from some of the Imagineers and some of the people in charge of the Disney Wish, including a cruise director um, and some others as well. Um, and if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, you'll still be able to hear. But if you're watching the video version on YouTube, you'll be able to see. And this video is actually on our YouTube channel as well if you want to see the full thing. So, uh before we get into talking about it, let's go ahead and check it out. We are just super excited about the expansion of the Disney Cruise Line and introducing the Disney Wish. It's coming in summer of 2022. It'll be the first of three ships that we're adding to our Disney Cruise Line fleet. In true Disney Cruise Line fashion, we are creating something for everyone on the Disney Wish. We can't wait for families to experience the first ever Disney attraction at sea, or our brand new dining adventures in the worlds of Frozen and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Kids will have the time of their lives playing with their favorite Disney characters, and adults will be able to dine in elegant new restaurants inspired by Beauty and the Beast and escape at night to a first-of-its-kind lounge at a galaxy far, far away. Listen, we can't wait to welcome our guests aboard to experience just the legendary guest service, our dining and entertainment that we're so well known for. All right, and so uh, you guys just saw that uh, video of the Disney Wish, everything they announced today. Not everything, but uh, just the highlights, basically. Um and you also heard from some of Disney, uh, Disney's uh, higher-ups and, I believe, some Imagineers in there as well. If you liked that video, though, uh, I'd love it if you guys could check out our YouTube channel and uh, subscribe. 
uh, that would help us be able to cre- continue to create content like that. Um, and now let's talk about the Disney wish. Um, basically we'll go over stuff you saw in that video as well as some other extra stuff that came about in a following and a Q and a that followed, um, this morning's live stream. And for those of you who don't know the live stream today was what's for the public. It was on the Disney parks blog. You can go to their YouTube channel and check it out. Um, and then afterwards invited media was given a chance to ask questions and receive some answers, some specifics and some not as clear specifics, but we're first going to go through everything they talked about in the stream. And then I'll give some extra details as well. Uh, so first of all, let's talk about the ship itself. Um, the Disney wish is the largest of all the Disney cruise ships so far. And that's saying something because, um, all the ships so far have been huge. Um, the dream, the fantasy, those are huge ships, even the magic and wonder they're pretty large, but this one is even larger than that. But what's interesting is that, um, even though it's a larger ship, supposedly from what they said, there will only be four more staterooms on this ship than on the dream and fantasy. Um, the dream and the fantasy have 1,250 staterooms, but the Disney wish will have 1,250 um, staterooms. So that's an interesting thing to note there. Um, and basically, um, Basically, that, that just means they're putting more space into things like the amenities and stuff we'll talk about here in a second. Um, so let's start out in the Grand Hall, as I mentioned a few minutes ago. It's something they've been talking about for a few weeks now. Um, if you watch the live stream that they were doing today, uh, you'll, you'll see that they spent quite a while, probably like 10, 15 minutes before they actually got into the announcements, setting up like what Walt Disney World's up to, what Disneyland's up to. Um, and then they did all that from the virtual Grand Hall, which basically they weren't actually on the ship because it's not done being built yet, but they were basically showing off what the ship would look like. Uh, so you can see here, uh, Minnie, the fairy, the fairy godmother was there. Uh, it kind of went with the whole Disney Wish thing that they have going on. Sorry, that was the, that was the wrong thing. Um, it went with the whole thing that they have going on with the Disney Wish. Um, and so that was cool. The Grand Hall itself, um, let me pull it up here. It looks actually, honestly, f- at least from the concept art, you know, concept art doesn't always actually match reality. But the concept art um, looks a lot more regal, a lot fancier than the other cruise lobbies of the Disney Cruise. Um, but what I've kind of noticed, and maybe maybe I'm wrong, but what I've noticed is this this seems to be catering more towards, it looks like it's going to be an expensive cruise, and they're all pretty expensive, but it looks like it's going to be more upper class, which is weird considering another statement I'm going to make in a few minutes. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. They didn't state any prices on the cruise yet, but they did uh, say that they'll be available to book May 27th, and May 17th will be the start of early access to booking for people that are like, uh, on the upper levels of Castaway Club. Um, and you can check our Twitter for the more specific details and all of that. Um, but one thing I want to mention before we get into each thing, you saw that video or heard the audio uh, here a few minutes ago. Uh, you, you know, there's a lot of IP on this ship, which is interesting. 
Um, all three restaurants, well, no, two of the three restaurants will be heavily IP focused. I'm sure that the shows will be IP focused. The kids areas are IP focused. All of it is intellectual, intellectual property, easier for me to say, um, that Disney is really taking advantage of on this ship. So it seems to me like they're trying to cater towards the more casual fans, but also to the upper class in a way. And we'll get to more on the upper class thing later on with the staterooms. But I think it'll be an interesting mix. It'll be interesting to see the whole reaction because one thing about the Disney Cruise that a lot of people have always really enjoyed is that it's been a lot of, um, there is a lot of Disney to be found on the ships, but it's not always in your face. But this, this cruise seems a little bit like it'll be a little more in your face than most typical Disney cruises are. Um, and we'll start here with something that's actually really cool. And I've been wondering myself what they would do with the big slide attraction on the upper deck, the pool deck, because when the dream and fantasy launched the huge, the big thing was the aqua duck, the first water coaster at sea, I believe at least the very first for Disney. And you know, that was a huge monumental thing. And then the magic, it got its reimagining a few years ago and it got the aqua dunk, the uh, drop slide which was definitely the first drop slide at sea. And so they've been doing a lot with like the big slide attractions. And so I've been wondering myself, I actually put a poll out the other day saying, what do you guys think? Do you think we'll get the Aqua Duck, a new version of the Aqua Duck or something completely new? And this seems to, from the pictures, uh, let me show you this. This seems to be a mix. Um, this is the Aqua Mouse, which the whole point of the Aqua Duck name was to play off the words Aqua Duck. So I don't quite understand the idea behind Aqua Mouse, obviously Mickey Mouse, I know that. But that doesn't seem like the best um, idea to me for a, a name for a um, slide. But, you know, it's fun. Um, but as you can see in a picture that's on the screen if you're watching this video podcast, um, it's not just a typical slide. It looks a lot like the Aqua Duck. Um, and I'm sure the layout will have some similarities. But there's some enclosed tubes, and this is being... Um, labeled as the first Disney attraction at sea, which is crazy. Now, does that mean it'll be like a roller coaster or like a e-ticket attraction? I don't think so. Um, from the picture they released, you can see it looks like picture frames, but it's probably going to be some sort of screen thing. Uh, it'll be telling a story with the animation style for Mickey and Minnie's Runway Railway, like exactly that actually with the whole water stuff. Um, I don't remember what they said the the story would be called, but the story is going to be an, an all-new uh, story based on the Mickey shorts. Um, and it will be, um, it'll go along, I think it'll have something to do with it in the queue. It'll be set up a little bit. And then the slide, of course, will go along with it as well. Now, I don't know what to expect exactly from this. I don't think anyone does because this has never actually been done before. Um and personally, this is actually the thing I'm most excited for is the Aqua Mouse um, because I've never actually been on a water coaster even. So if this ends up being my first one, that would be really cool because um, it looks to be fun. And you can actually see in that concept art, there's water spraying from the walls where the little screens are. So it looks like you'll get um, drenched on that ride. Um, and it looks to be a two-seater 
which is like at Universal's Volcano Bay. I know Krakatau has three or four seats. That has a two seats, I guess, similar to the Aqueduct. But I really do believe it'll be similar uh, in track in the track. It'll be similar to Aqueduct, just with visual and story elements added. Um, so for me, that's what actually I'm most excited about. But um, what do you guys think? Uh, if you guys have any sort of guesses on to what that will entail, or maybe you know, uh, maybe I missed something, uh, feel free to let me know in the comments section or send in a tip to streamelements.relivethemagic.com slash relivethemagic slash tip. Um, moving on with the whole slides and not the slides, but pool areas. Um, you know, it looks from the concept art like they'll have, well, in addition to the Aqua Mouse, they'll have the typical Mickey Mouse uh, slide, the yellow one. They'll have the typical Mickey pool. I think the Donald pool or Goofy pool. I don't remember what it's called. Then they'll have the screen and the stage and everything you always expect from a Disney cruise ship. And then, of course, the adults-only area, uh, Quiet Cove. I believe that's what it's called on the other ships. Um, But that pool in Quiet Cove looks quite nice. It's, of course, an adults-only area and adults-only pool. So no kids will be running around. Um, But I was reading that it's going to be an infinity pool, which I believe, I'm not, I believe that means um, the different parts connect to each other. I really don't know, to be honest with you. But many of you that know what that means are probably going to be the ones that will be excited anyway. And um, so that's pretty cool. Um, Quiet Cove, there's not much to be said. Of course, it looks like there's a there's a bar uh, where you can get drinks, a lot of seating areas, um, and then, of course, the pools. Uh, with the little glass coverings to make sure you don't fall out of the ship. Um, and you will have great views of the ocean or wherever it is you're at port without children in the way and all that. Uh, so that's pretty cool. That's probably one of the least exciting things on this list to me. Um, but who knows? I It's worth saying, I've never been on a Disney cruise but I watched a ton of videos. If you're watching the video, you'll see my hat, my Disney Cruise Line hat. I went to the Disney Cruise Line pop-up shop last week um, and saw some great merch there. I got a T-shirt and I got the hat. Uh, so whenever I do go on the on the ships, I'll be ready. I'm hoping to make the wish my first ship, but if not, I'll probably go on the Dream or Fantasy. Um, moving on, uh, one of the things that's always looked coolest to me on the Disney cruises, and I think a lot of people share this sentiment, is the kids clubs. Um, of course it's the, it's the thing I can't get to. Um, the kids clubs on the past ships, you know, they have Marvel, they have star Wars. Sometimes they have toy story, Mickey mouse clubhouse, Disney affinity. Each different ship has different kids clubs. And so I was looking forward personally to hearing about the kids clubs that will be on this ship. Um, and it seems like they delivered. So let's take a look. The first one is princess, not princess fairy tale hall. I believe it's just fairy tale hall. Princess Fairytale Hall is at Magic Kingdom. But it looks from the design actually like it's designed a lot like Princess Fairytale Hall at the Magic Kingdom. Um, it has all that royal feel. It looks like Rapunzel's there. And I believe they said a couple of other princesses like Cinderella will probably be there because Cinderella has a big presence on this ship. Um, looks like Cinderella will be there, Rapunzel, and kids will basically get to meet and play along with their favorite princesses. But, of course... The one that the kids always love is the Marvel superhero training um, where you get to hang out with Spider-Man. They said Spider-Man will be swinging in, whatever that means. He probably won't actually be swinging, but Spider-Man will be there. Black Panther will be there. And 
in some sort of looks like a virtual reality thing from the video, but it could be who knows what it could be. But looks like you'll the children, not us, unfortunately, will get to suit up as their favorite Avengers, including the Black Panther, Spider Man, and probably some others as well. Uh, which is awesome. The the Marvel areas always have looked really fun to me uh, as a huge Marvel fan. Now this is actually the most interesting um, area and the one I'm actually most jealous of for the, that the kids have and we don't. The Imagineering Lab is a brand new thing on the Disney Wish. And it seems uh, they'll get to come and learn about how their favorite attractions at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and the Disney resorts around the world are made. It looks like there will be some like virtual experiences to make it seem like you're actually on the attractions, which is awesome. But then the cool thing is they will actually be able to design their own coaster track, their own roller coaster. And then I believe they'll be able to ride it in the little virtual reality thing, which is, which is awesome. I'd love to be able to do that. But I think that's really awesome that uh, Disney is encouraging kids to learn about Imagineering. And, uh, and it's, it's a cool that it's not all three rooms being IP. It's cool that that one is um, uh, that's taking advantage of, of how great they are um, at Imagineering and with their experiences. That's pretty awesome. Um, and I wish that the adults could do that, but we cannot. Um, but something the adults can do is head into the Hyperspace Lounge, the Star Wars Hyperspace Lounge. And the Star Wars Hyperspace Lounge is um, the first Star Wars bar and um, the first Star Wars bar, especially at sea. And um, basically it's where the adults will be able to get to go to get drinks, and it will be an adults-only experience. Also, the um, speaking of entertainment, the Walt Disney Theater will be on board showing shows such as Aladdin. Um, and then they said three brand new shows, which will be awesome. The shows on the Disney Wish are supposedly incredible. Um, and speaking of what is really making the Disney cruises, the Disney cruises is the dining. And the dining, uh, let's start with 1923. That's the only dining that's not an IP-related dining spot. 1923 is based off of, well, the year 1923. It's a lot about California and a lot about Walt Disney. And so it seems to be the calm, classical dinner experience um, on the ship. But it seems to be the only one because uh, there will be a frozen restaurant and a Marvel restaurant. And the frozen restaurant, first of all, is um, going to be more of a live 360 show in the round. Um, basically, uh, just a sh sh dinner and a show. Kind of like, I guess it'll be like the animator's palette of the ship, um, which will not be on the ship as far as we know. Although they did say there will be additional dining experiences. But the Frozen uh, show will take place after Frozen 2, which is interesting. Um, it'll have Elsa, Anna, Olaf, Kristoff, and I believe that's it. Uh, but, of course, more information will come out about that. And here's the exciting, the exciting one for me, being the Marvel fan that I am. There will be a Marvel dining experience. Not a Marvel restaurant, a Marvel dining experience. And they couldn't tell us anything about it other than It'll be a an, a dinner adventure, which to some sounds stressful and not like something they want to do because some people just want to eat their dinner. However, I really think it'll be more of a show and an interact if you want to sort of thing. I don't think they're going to force you to interact at dinner, but it, I, I don't see why you wouldn't want to. 
it's going to be awesome. It's Marvel. Um, and for me, other than the Aqua Mouse, that's the thing I am most excited for. I really hope that um, – I feel like it will be an integration of video and live characters. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the fair will be inspired by Wakanda and by New York. Uh, I believe they said another place. I don't remember the other location, though. It will be based on the Marvel Cinematic Universe, not on the comics, which is important to note. And then also, uh, they took they gave us a look at the rooms, which a few minutes ago I mentioned. That's one reason I feel like it's an upscale thing. Um, the rooms, though, let's look at the normal rooms. The inside rooms, the, the inside rooms have always been the smallest, but however... They look fairly roomy. I don't know from these pictures how they compare to the others. Um, but you can see in those and the ocean view rooms, they, they look for a cruise ship. They look very large. They have, you know, they have the big bed and then they have the pull down bed uh, that is a bunk bed. And they also have the couch, which I believe also pulls out into a bed as well. Um, and then the what they really were showing off for some reason that the general public really can't get because it's expensive is the suites, the Royal Suites. There will be 23 of them, I believe. Um, and some of them are two stories tall, actually, which is crazy for a cruise ship. But um, you got the suites, and, um, yeah, they're just they're obnoxiously huge. They're, they're the largest rooms on the ship, of course. And then they have a walk-in shower that, out, that looks over uh, the water. And so that's really cool. Um, but, yeah, that's basically what they announced today. Um I'm going to go through real quick some other details. Uh, the private island, Lighthouse Point, it's going to be like a second castaway key. Uh, it was uh, At least it was designed by Joe Rohde, who's now retired. He was responsible, for those of you who don't know, for like Animal Kingdom and um, Pandora, the world of Avatar. Uh, he was heading that project. I don't know what the status of that is, but Lighthouse Point will open in 2024. And so when this ship starts sailing June 9th of 2022... Probably until then, it'll go to Castaway Key, Nassau, and the Bahamas, and probably some other itineraries, but Castaway Key will be the private island it goes to. Uh, Edge and Vibe, the popular tween and teen clubs, will be on the Disney Wish, but they did not have any information on that to give us. Um, and there will be two movie theaters, uh, the Wonderland and Neverland Cinema. The Wonderland Cinema will have 84 seats, and the Neverland Cinema will have 86 seats. Um, so not as much as the Buena Vista Theater that has 400 seats on the Disney Fantasy, but two theaters, and it looks like it'll be a more intimate thing. Um, let's see here. Um, and I believe that is, oh, Luna will be a entertainment hub that will transition from a daytime set daytime setting for family fun into an elegant evening venue for adult exclusive entertainment featuring a design inspired by Pixar short La Luna. And, that is everything uh, for the Disney Wish uh, that they announced today. Now, this is very exciting to me. Uh, I hope this will be the first ship I go on, but again, if not, fantasy is great too. Um, but what should? What are my initial thoughts? A, as I said, I think it'll be very expensive, at least for a while. Uh, I think the maiden voyage and the following will be very difficult to get on. The maiden voyage, by the way, is five nights, and then normal sailings will be three and four nights uh, following that. So that's important to know as well. Um, and um, this will be very heavily IP focused. So if you like the Disney cruises because they were not IP focused, this will probably not be the ship for you. But we, as we learn more, we'll maybe find out more. 
because I don't think they've announced everything. I think there's some more surprises up their sleeve. They've told us what they have left to announce. They're going to tell us more about the Marvel thing, more about the Star Wars stuff, more about the kids clubs, more dining experiences, um, about the brand new shows. They didn't even mention the midship detective agency. And one thing people haven't really been talking about is they announced three new types of onboard entertainment. And that's all they said about it. They just kind of moved on. Uh, so we'll see how that kind of goes with it. Maybe that'll replace the midship detective agency. Um, but I think this ship is huge. With all that extra space, there must be something big going in. And I don't think they've told us yet. I think they'll tell us soon. Um, with it, Well, from now to June, they'll tell us. But um, especially because there's only four more rooms. Now, maybe the suites and maybe the rooms in general take up more space. But that's just my observation. Let me know, though. What do you guys think? Uh, let me know in the comment section below. On Tweet us on Twitter. Anywhere you want, uh, send us a tip. Uh, it's up to you. If you like the content, then we'd love it if you support the channel by sending a tip. You can see the description at the bottom of um, of the screen right now, or you can see it in the description of the video below or on the Spotify or iTunes notes of the show. Um, and so I think that'll do it for today. Uh, the Disney Wish uh, comes out again June 9th, 2022 with a five-night cruise, and then several nights uh, for the rest of the cruises. Um, again, let us know your thoughts. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, if you have anything you want to hear us talk about on the next podcast, be sure to send us a message, and we'll be sure to get to it. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week.